to head on goal, and Jordan Morris has done it. Appealing in vain for offside, the Chicago Fire defenders. Jordan Morris from the doorstep saves the day for the Sounders. the other way. Look who's running hard after defensively. Wayne Rooney, the net is empty. Big collision by the captain. That is unbelievable effort. Rooney putting one up. Bacosta. Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Stateside Soccer Show presented by Stoppage Time Soccer Show. My name is Jordan Wiegand. No guest today on this midweek episode because... MLS season going hot and heavy right now. Games in uh, midweek, games on the weekend, games midweek, games on the weekend. So we're just going to get kind of right into it. We got some big news today as well, which we'll get to. But first, on Tuesday, October 6th, Nashville SC faced off against Minnesota United in Nashville. That game finished nil-nil. Not much going on in that match. Uh, not much to talk about in that match. So we're actually going to move on to Wednesday. That was the only game on Tuesday. So Wednesday had the rest of the teams playing. Atlanta United versus Orlando City. Uh, and that one uh, finished uh, nil-nil as well. Um, nil-nil uh, as well there. So, uh, Orlando gaining a point, Atlanta gaining a point, but the rest of the night here had a lot of action. New York Red Bulls faced off against Inter-Miami, uh, David Beckham's Inter-Miami, uh, team. 53 minutes in, Fernandez scores for New York Red Bulls, 55 minutes in, Pellegrini scores for Miami, and then 81st minute, Gonzalo Higuain Gets his first inner Miami goal. And uh, it's a good one. It's a good free kick outside the box. Whips it into the top right corner. Beautiful free kick. And I'm sure there's much more of that to come. Uh, if his brother can tear it up in this league, he can tear it up in this league. Uh, no matter his age. Moving on. Columbus 1. Montreal Impact 2. That's right. The crew fall. And they actually are no longer first place in the Supporter Shield standings, as we'll take a look at that in just a second as we track my Philadelphia Union on their pace there. But uh, 24 minutes in, Lapalainen scores for Montreal. 45 minutes in, Giassi Zardes scores one off of his face. And then uh, Kirkick uh, scores a penalty for Montreal 74 minutes in to give Montreal the win and uh, give the Union and Toronto FC... And Orlando, some ground to make up here in this uh, 
in the Supporter Shield race here, and even Seattle now, uh, who's joining in on that race. New England Revolution, 0. Toronto FC, 1. 29 minutes in, Akinola scores for TFC. Let's let's bring him in. I, I, I know he can play for uh, for Canada as well, but I think we got to call Akinola in. We don't have a lot of strikers up top for the U.S. men's national team. I think he could be a good fit. Why not give it a try, right? Uh, there's another player I'm going to mention too here that I think could get called up uh, here in MLS for U.S. men's. Uh, you know, yes, I think Josh Sargent is good, but I think you know he plays for a very bad team that doesn't give him the amount of opportunities that's going to make him a better player, unfortunately. Uh, Philadelphia Union 3, FC Cincinnati, nil. 59 minutes in, Ilsenio gets lucky here for the Union and hits one uh, from outside the box. It hits a deflection. It wasn't even going to get close to in. It wasn't even really that powerful a shot, but it hits a deflection off of the Cincinnati player and into the back of the net. 73 minutes in, Alejandro Bedoya scores a great great goal assisted by Brendan Aronson who we'll talk about in a little bit after we go over these scores and then Jack Elliott scores a header in the 80th minute to make it 3-0 that actually featured in the top 10 on Sports Center. number nine was Jack Elliott's header it is a great header uh, nice looping kind of header goes over uh, the keeper kind of and into the you know top left corner it was kind of a uh you know, it wasn't like a powerful header that just beats the keeper. It just seemed to kind of go uh, up and over a bit, if I can describe it great. Uh, I mean, you can look it up. It's a great, great header. All right. Houston Dynamo 2, FC Dallas nil. 20 minutes in, Quintero scores for Houston. 45 minutes in, it's a red card. Moro Manatis gets a red card for Houston right before the half. But it doesn't matter. 83 minutes in, Darwin Saran, former Orlando player, former Minnesota player, scores a penalty to make it 2-0. Houston, NYCFC 4, DC United 1. This was a crazy game. Crazy game. Four minutes in, Castellanos uh, gets a penalty kick for NYCFC to make it 1-0. It looked like Julian Gressel is the one that knocked down the attacker there. I thought it was kind of a weak call, to be honest. 12 minutes in, uh, Kamara scores a penalty for DC. Uh, this is uh, this is another weak penalty for me. Kind of a weak penalty. He, It's a handball, but it was very hard to see if it's actually a handball or not uh, from the slow-mos that I've seen. And for me as well, uh, the reason why it's a handball is the players jumping up it's a ball whipped into the box, if you guys haven't seen it. It's a ball whipped into the box. Player jumps up trying to head the ball. It goes to the player right behind him. So his hands are up because he's using them to jump. And uh, the player who's right behind him heads the ball, and it hits the player's arm, allegedly. I couldn't really see it that well. For me, that's more ball to hand. I mean, you're, you're only probably not even a foot away from the from the ball at that point. 55 minutes in, Tajuri Shradi scores a penalty for NYCFC. For, for me, this is another up-in-the-air penalty. Uh, I mean, I'm going to sound like a broken record on this game, but 
Uh, this one, the player is sliding to make a tackle, and the player passes the ball, and it hits his arm as he's sliding. There's nowhere else to put your arm. I guess maybe you can say don't slide tackle, but for me, there's nowhere else to put your arm. What else are you going to do? Uh, so, a little weak for me. 63 minutes in, Tajiri Shradi scores another goal for NYCFC, and then 88 minutes in, Keaton Parks hits a header. It's kind of like Jack Elliott's header, to be honest, and this one actually looked like it was closer to not going in, uh, closer to the net and the pole on the right-hand side of the goal. Um, the goalkeeper's left. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's 4-1. DC United are awful. And we'll talk about them a little bit again uh, after this because uh, that game has some consequences, if you haven't heard. Sporting Kansas City won Chicago Fire nil. Reed scores 67 minutes in for SKC. Done and dust it. Chicago's not great either. Uh, let's get to the evening games. Seattle Sounders 2 Real Salt Lake 1, Jordan Morris scores 28 minutes in, 61 minutes in, Gomez scores, 68 minutes in, Tolo, own goal for RSL to make it 2-1. Uh, let's get over to uh, a 9-goal thriller. That's right, we have a 9-goal thriller here uh, in in the MLS. It's, it's the uh, MLS back champions Portland Timbers versus the dreadful LA Galaxy Historically great team, not great this season, not great this season at all. Let's get into it. 14 minutes in, Mora scores for the Portland Timbers. 23 minutes in, Ibo Bise scores for the Portland Timbers. 34 minutes in, uh, Araijo scores for LA Galaxy. And 47 minutes in, goal of the game, goal of the week for me. I would think, actually, is uh, Diego Valeri's fantastic on-the-volley chip over the goalkeeper from about uh, 8, 10 yards out. Maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, over the keeper into the uh, maybe side netting, kind of like left side of the goal, uh, goalkeeper's right. Just to do that on the volley is is amazing. It was a really great goal. I implore you to look it up. Really, I, I really beg you to look up this Diego Valeri goal against LA Galaxy from uh, October 7th. Uh, 55 minutes in, Zubac scores for LA Galaxy. That makes it 3-2. to two. 55 minutes in. 60 minutes in, Mora scores to make it 4-2. to two. 63 minutes in, Ambiala scores for Portland to make it 5-2. Christian Pavon scores 70 minutes in to make it 5-3. But then Ibo Bise scores 80 minutes in for Portland to tie it up. Uh, not tie up the game, but tie it up. Like, put a bow on it. Uh, and uh, that's the other striker I think that we could use here. Ibo Bise, he is somebody that can be called up for the U.S. men's national team. He's starting to hit his stride here for Portland. And Portland looked dangerous. They did win the MLS's back tournament, like I said. And I think, you know, if they get into the playoffs, which with like 20 teams this season is looking uh, quite likely, 
I think they could be a real threat. The bad thing on this end is that they gave up three goals against the dreadful LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy has not been good this year. You know, if, if you don't follow MLS, you hear LA Galaxy, you think David Beckham, you think Landon Donovan, you think Robbie Keane, maybe, if you know who that is. Uh, um, but nowadays, you know, yes, they have Chicharito, but he hasn't done much for them. Um, and, uh, you know, they have Pavone, but they just lack the depth they used to have, and they lack they lack the spirit they used to have. Uh, I mean, even last year when they had Zlatan, uh, the last two years, they've been... He, he pulled them out of some very tough, dire straits, and uh, everybody said, you know, because they didn't like the way Zlatan treated them, you know, once he's gone, we'll be better, and they've been a lot worse. Really bad. LA Galaxy. San Jose Earthquakes have, I guess, continued their rebound. They're three and they went three nil over Vancouver. Uh, you know, they they're kind of hot and cold. Never know what you're getting. They were really good in MLS's back. They were really bad after that. They're kind of on a two game stretch here. Uh, but um, let's see here. Um, I had the goals. Where did they go? Here it is. Uh, Espinoza scores 50 minutes in, Rio scores 66 minutes in, and Marie scores uh, 90 minutes in to make it 3-0. So, 0-0 at half. Oh, and by the way, with that LA Galaxy game, <laughs> Portland-Denver, when I went to bed, it was it was 2-1. I went to bed at halftime. Uh, wake up and see 6-3. I wonder what, what exactly happened. Uh, LAFC versus Colorado was actually postponed due to a positive COVID test on the Colorado Rapids. It didn't sound like it was a player; it sounded like maybe it was staff. But they went ahead and uh, they went ahead and postponed that. Uh, Americans abroad this week. Not much to really talk about. Um, just due to the fact that they're on international leave right now, so uh, not much to talk about. One thing I really wanted to talk about this week is the brand new New York club that's joining USL championship next se uh not next season sorry 2022 they just unveiled their new badge they unveiled their uh their colors uh and their name and it looks it looks great it looks great they're playing at York College in New York City uh, but they are uh, going to be based in Queens. Uh, I might have to get some merch of this. Actually, Queensboro FC is their name. Queensboro FC. And uh, their colors are uh, purple and black, which is a great combo for me. I like the Ravens. That's my NFL team. I'm in you know, the Baltimore area, so seeing those colors are great. But it's a little different purple. It's kind of like a almost like a hotter purple and I like kind of like hot pink but purple um if I can describe that right I think I did retweet this on the stateside soccer show twitter so take a look at that uh they were first given the team in November of last year and now they've officially unveiled their logo and their uh and their uh and their colors so um that was on the 6 and that looks it looks great. Uh, you know, we have to wait about another year and a half for them to join the USL Championship. But looking promising. I always love when these new clubs are unveiled. I really do. Um, 
Also, if you want to know what to call them, their QBFC is their short name, Queensboro FC. Um, but uh, I, I love whenever we get new logos, new crests, new team names. Uh, could FC be better? Yeah, but Queensboro sounds cool. It's the borough of Queens, but it's not spelled. You know, it's not just Queens FC. Queensboro just sounds cool. It's got like a almost like a crownish type crest do yourself a favor and look it up uh tell me if i'm wrong by the way because i really do like this uh i really do like this logo little update here that i wanted to give on the san diego loyal uh usl chat that we were talking about uh over the weekend as you know uh the san diego loyal you know walked off the field due to a uh, homophobic slur being used by us uh, by a USL team, Phoenix Rising FC. Junior Flemings is the player that it, it did the deed, and um, he got suspended and fined. So he got suspended six games, which covers the entirety of the USL Championship playoffs. So he's no longer going to be featuring at all. And I think actually. That uh, that they Phoenix Rising said that he is going to be suspended and fined for the length of his rest of his contract. So I don't think they're going to renew his contract with that. Um, also, another update with that is uh, from Jeff Carlisle on Twitter. USL spokesperson confirms that the SD Loyal match against LA Galaxy Two—that's the one they walked off for the racial slur—or uh, yeah, that that they had an issue with the racial slur. We'll go into the books as a draw. While the match against Phoenix Rising, the one they walked off the field for the homophobic slur, has been recorded as a forfeit with Phoenix getting all three points. But then they go ahead and still suspend the player. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, and apparently it wouldn't have meant anything for Phoenix Rising if they got deducted if they didn't get the win. So I, I just think that uh, that was kind of a rough a rough, a rough, rough choice for the USL there. I think they should have just given the win to, uh, to San Diego. They were already winning the game anyway. Or just abandon it. Make it not nothing. No points given. The game never happened type of thing. All right. Uh... Ben Olsen, DC United's manager. I kind of hinted at this last week when I said that uh, how bad they were, and I was talking to our, our good friend Rich. Is that he, you know, he's been their manager for 10 years. He's a club legend, yes, as a player. Uh, he's had some up and down results as a manager, but uh, they weren't cutting it this year, and he officially has parted ways. He still. St- in the organization we don't know which role he's going to hold in the organization still but he's still there but uh he's no longer the manager and here's a very interesting stat from OptiJack on twitter 71.1 percent listen to this ben olsen has played in or coached 71.1 percent of dc united's mls matches regular season plus playoffs Granted, MLS just got created, 1993. Their first season was 1996. D- 
DC United was part of that inaugural season. But Ben Olsen has featured in either playing or coaching 71.1% of those cl- of the club's matches, including playoffs and the regular season. That is a crazy... Uh, it's a, just a crazy number. That's how long he's been. He's been coached for 10 years. He played for a while. Really crazy sort of uh, stat there. I know what you're thinking. Oh, we're already kind of done the episode, and it's kind of true. We're going to wind down here, just going to go over the games for the weekend. But with uh, these are going to be a little shorter, I think, than our full show, unless I have a guest. But with the just with the fact that there's so many games right now in the midweek and then the weekend, finding time to record all this with my work life, with everything else going on is, is kind of tough. So, uh... Apologies if you wanted a longer episode than 20 minutes, but we're going to get there with this uh, with this schedule here. October 10th, that's Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern, Inter-Miami versus Houston Dynamo. That's on uh, Unimas, uh, T-U-D-N, uh, and Twitter for the English commentary. 6 o'clock, it's Atlanta FC. Atlanta United FC, sorry. Uh, New York Red Bulls, that's on MLS Live on ESPN+. Plus. If you're within the market, though, it's on uh, DAZN or, uh, and uh, Fox Sports South. Oh, no, DAZN's for Canada, sorry. Fox Sports South and MSG in the New York region. 7 p.m., Colorado Rapids versus LA Galaxy. That, again, is on Unimas, TUDN, and Twitter, English Commentary. 10 p.m. on Saturday, Vancouver Whitecaps versus Real Salt Lake. In in Canada, that's on TSN 1. And uh, in Real Salt Lake, that's on KMYU. And anywhere else, that's on uh, MLS Live on ESPN+. October 11th, the day that the Philadelphia Union can have fans in stadiums again. I saw a lot of people on Twitter getting tickets. Only 2,000 people allowed in. October 11th, Sunday, 4.30, New York City FC versus New England Revolution. That's on MLS Live on ESPN+. Plus. 7 o'clock, LAFC versus Seattle Sounders, which should be a good game if LAFC can step it up from their previous lack of form. They do have three wins in their last five, though. Uh, that's on regular ESPN, so if you want to watch that. 7.30, Chicago Fire FC versus DC United. That's going to be on uh, ESPN Plus for the you know the rest of the nation. WJLA 24-7 News and WGN in Chicago. 7.30, FC Cincinnati versus Toronto FC in Canada. That's on TSN 2, Star 64 for Cincinnati, and MLS Live on ESPN Plus for the rest of the nation. 7.30 again, Orlando City SC versus Columbus Crew SC. That's on MLS Live on ESPN+. Plus. Sports Time Ohio for the Crew region and Fox 35 Plus for the Orlando region. 7.30, my beloved Philadelphia Union, who have not lost a game at Subaru Park in Chester, Pennsylvania, take on Montreal Impact. That can be found on MLS Live on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, Philadelphia 17, that's PHL 17, uh, and TVA Sports in the Montreal region. 7.30, again, Sporting Kansas City versus Nashville SC. That's on MLS Live on ESPN+. 
my tv 30 and uh and for nashville and fox sports kc for kansas city fc dallas at 8 30 against minnesota united that's on mls live on espn plus fox sports southwest and fox sports north and then the last game of the weekend, 10 o'clock, Portland Timbers take on the hot and cold San Jose Earthquakes. That's on MLS Live on ESPN+. Plus. Fox 12+, plus KBTX for Portland, and NBC Sports California for San Jose. All right, so I think that about wraps up. We do have games next Wednesday as well. And then games the next weekend as well. So we're going to be kind of going full full on until I think November 8th, I think is de- decision day for MLS. We did have some USL games that did get played. Um, some USL uh, League One, Chattanooga Red Wolves lost to North Texas SC 3-1. The Richmond Kickers. Uh, who've been around forever, beat Orlando City B 2-1. South Georgia Tormenta FC lose to FC Tucson uh, as well. Um, Other than that, there hasn't been, uh, you know, uh, let's see. I didn't see any, yeah, the last games were USL on the weekend before that. So just a few games in League One, USL, and... uh, Tomorrow is some USL League One as well. We also got the ND, NWSL Fall Series South, uh, Orlando Pride versus Houston Dash, 5 o'clock. Um, that's tomorrow, which is Friday the 9th. Uh, oh, yeah, one last thing. I was kind of hinting at it before, but with Brendan Aronson, I'm not sure if it's official, but it does look like, you know, that... It's official in the sense that uh, it maybe hasn't been announced yet, but FC Salzburg does look to be where, uh, or RB Salzburg, um, is, seems to be where Brendan Aronson of the Philadelphia Union is going to be going abroad to. Uh, on the broadcast the other night, it made it sound like they're going to be paying 6 to $8 million for him, which would be very welcome, but uh, I'm not sure where that number is coming from, but... Uh, you know, Jesse Marsh is the manager of Salzburg, and uh, he is a former MLS coach. Brendan Aronson is going over there. The only weird thing for me is going to be seeing him in a Red Bull jersey after uh, him being with the Philadelphia Union for so long. But congrats to Brendan Aronson. He's not supposed to go over there till January, so hopefully, hopefully they can go ahead and get uh, maybe win some sort of trophy. Let's look at the standings before we head out. Toronto FC now lead the East with 34 points. Philadelphia Union in second with 31 points. The Crew, who fell down to third now with 31 points. Orlando City SC in fourth. Uh, To round out the playoffs in fifth is NYCFC. In sixth is New England Revolution. 7 is New York Red Bulls, 8 is Montreal Impact, 9 is Atlanta United, and 10 is Nashville. At the bottom, very bottom, is D.C. United, FC Cincinnati, Inter-Miami, and Chicago Fire in 11th spot there. So going up uh, from the bottom to up there when I just mentioned that. In the West, 
Seattle Sounders with 30 points in first place. Portland Timbers in second with 27. Sporting Kansas City in third with 26. Minnesota United in fourth with 23 points. Uh, LAFC in fifth with 21 points. Dallas in sixth. San Jose in seventh. Colorado Rapids in eighth. And if we look down at the very bottom of that uh, West League, the West Conference, sorry, LA Galaxy in 12th, Vancouver in 11th, Real Salt Lake in 10th, and Houston Dynamo in 9th. When we look at things like the Supporter Shield, that means that we have Toronto in 1st with 34 points, Philly in 2nd, Columbus in 3rd, 4th is Seattle, and 5th is Orlando, and then 6th is Portland. So there's only two uh, Western teams in that top spot, which is crazy in those top six because they're typically the stronger conference. But this year it does seem like the East is the better conference. But uh, well, I guess we'll find out. All right, well, that about wraps us up for this week. I do appreciate you uh, listening. I hope that this was a good episode, informational. I hope you enjoyed it. You can follow us on Twitter on Stateside Show. Stateside Show. You can follow us on Twitter there, or you can follow the main show at Stoppage Time Show. Or Stoppage Show, sorry. But that's the Stoppage Time Soccer Show feed. Uh, we do have a Twitter just for the Stateside Soccer Show feed. But that is about it. That wraps us up. Have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you all on the weekend when we break down these Saturday and Sunday games. So an episode probably coming on Monday. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Tomorrow throwing his body in. It's going to fall for Ibrahimovic. Oh, come on. Come on. Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. We hope that you continue to listen to our show as we recap the u.s men's national team americans abroad mls usl this is stateside soccer show presented by stop it's time soccer show have a good one